So at the end of uh, 2021, just over a year ago, biology got voted out of Parliament. Parliament passed a law that renders birth certificates as basically meaningless and which continues a relentless push to nullify biological sex and the scientific accuracy of male and female. Let's check it out. And I think what uh, floored me the most, more than the flawed ideology behind this bill, which means that you can change your birth certificate from bloke and Sheila and back again on a regular basis, even for teenagers, is that the political parties on the right, National and ACT, also supported the bill. Yep, we don't have a left-wing government on issues like this. We seem to have a left-wing parliament, which denies biological reality. It was quite stunning. And that's disturbing that our politicians have been brainwashed in such a way because this will have an impact for a generation of young people who are having to grow up in such a confused society which so easily denies objective biological truth. And it shows a glaring gap for a voice for common sense and socially conservative values in Parliament on issues like this and which will show backbone and push back on this woke liberal agenda which is bringing our society to its knees. And there will be unintended consequences in terms of safety and recognition for women and children, not just in sports, but in many other areas. It will cause more confusion, struggling and brokenness for people who deserve to hear the truth and whom society should be helping to embrace the freedom of their natural biological identity. Now, you may be saying, look, it's just a birth certificate. Does it matter? Well, these issues matter because they concern our understanding of fundamental human nature, who each of us are as male and female and the kind of adult direction and support our children deserve and require and should receive from us. Look, binary is the only gender story there is amongst humanity when it comes to gender and sex distinction. But I was fascinated to read this commentary on the left-wing newsroom website entitled Māori terms excluded from new gender identity. And uh, let's check it out. It says, with less than four months until a new gender self-identification process gets underway, the government has revealed the options on offer for those who need to change their birth certificate. And Māori gender terms are off limits. New Zealanders will be able to identify as another gender or a non-binary gender as part of the new self-identification process, according to new details released. However, the government has for now opted against allowing the use of Māori gender terms on amended birth certificates, citing the risk of racially profiling as well as misuse by non-Māori. Well, can gender identity be misused? I mean, if it's how you identify, don't you have the right to that identification? Uh, and uh, it says the change was made because of concerns, well, the, cons uh, the change of the law was made because of concerns about the cumbersome and expensive nature of the previous system, which required applicants to pr uh, provide proof of medical treatment. Uh, yeah, those pesky doctors, let's get them out of the way so that we can just identify as who we want. Uh, the new regime is due to come into effect on June the 15th. Uh, in a cabinet paper from December last year, the former Internal Affairs Minister Jan Tanetti, who is now Minister of Education, and that should scare all of us, said applicants would be able to change their sex and gender markers to another gender or another binary gender, non-binary gender, in addition to male and female. Well, children are being taught that there's 112 genders, 
So, you know, surely all of those terms are allowed and, and some others. It's how you identify. Now, while some public submitters had supported a wide range of markers to choose from, Tanetti said gender terminology tended to, quote, evolve quickly with certain terms becoming more or less preferable in relatively short spaces of time. Well, it's obviously not based on fact anymore. It's just on kind of the trend, isn't it? Now, the government had also considered allowing for the use of Māori terminology such as takatapui, which is used in a similar way to the English term LGBTQI+, given the Crown's Treaty of Waitangi uh, obligations. Now, I actually had a look at the terms which are available, and there we are. There's a list of terms, and it covers for mixed gender, trans woman, trans man. So I'm, I'm not quite sure why these terms are not allowed. Uh, however, some submitters had concerns about the terms being used by non-Māori in a way that would undermine Māori identity, as well as whether being recorded as Māori in an open register could lead to racial profiling and discrimination. With a lack of consensus from submitters on the appropriateness of including such markers in limited engagement with Takatapui, similar rationale was given for the exclusion of Pacific terms as well. Well, interestingly enough, a dedicated group of women from uh, Speak Up for Women actually reviewed the 6,000 plus submissions on the birth certificates to understand how many were for and against the proposed changes. Of the 6,609 submissions reviewed, 73% were against the changes. Yep, almost three in four. Just 25% of them supported them. Uh, the article then goes on, those who would qualify, this is, this is the concerning bit, I think, those who would qualify as third parties, who, and you need a third party to confirm the change in uh, sex, change in gender for the birth certificate, uh, uh, such people as doctors, psychologists, nurse, or, or even a social worker, or, that word or is key, or anyone who has known the child for 12 months or longer. In other words, it doesn't need to be a medical professional, pesky doctors, pesky medical professionals. It can just be a mate who you've known for longer than 12 months. Uh, and the 12-month period had been chosen as it aligned with other government processes, such as a child's passport application. Well, there's a big difference between a passport application, which is based on fact, and a birth certificate, which is based on how you feel. Very different, isn't it? Critics of the law change have expressed concerns about potential misuse of the streamlined process to commit identity fraud, correct, given a person can amend their registered gender more than once. Yep, that is very true. Uh, consideration was given to requiring a referee or developing an additional checking process for those changing their gender, but the government opted to do nothing given the existing protections and low level of risk. So suddenly there's no level of risk, and yet there's so much risk that they can't allow Māori terms as, as they have requested. Uh, the briefing noted the risk that any fraud committed through the self-identification process could unfairly reflect on the transgender community and undermine the use of birth certificates. Undermine the use of birth certificates? Your law has already undermined the use of birth certificates. Uh, and then, of course, Newsroom rushed off to the local gender activist to get their opinion.
Look, in summary, there simply are not many genders which can be chosen at will, whether they're English terms or Māori terms or Pacific terms, uh, and they can't be changed as many times as you feel appropriate, which is what is allowed under this new law voted for by Labour, ACT, National and the Greens. But of course, there are many different ways to be a healthy male or female without holding to narrow gender stereotypes. Human sexuality is a dichotomy. It's not a continuum. And despite the value of birth certificates now being brought into disrepute, it's even more important to continue to speak up for biological truth. Our, dis- our children deserve the truth, and our society desperately needs it. 